Welcome back, everyone. Today is another Wednesday in October, and we're going to keep it a little bit spooky here on the MindWealth Podcast. My name is Chelsea, and I will continue to be your host on this here ride. And if you're new or if you've been around, thank you so much for listening. This month, we have shifted into more fun or fearful topics to get you in the mood for spooky season. If you're not into that, or you want more serious episodes, feel free to check out my previous episodes or come back in a couple of weeks, and we'll get back to the normally scheduled program. But for now, let's creep. On this week's episode, we're going to get a little bit more wild and out there. We're going to be taking a quick peek into the world of cryptozoology. I had an episode about this last year where I touched on a couple of the more famous cryptids and how some of the previously known cryptids became reality. It may not be exactly everyday mental health, but it will be a fun branch off. So, if there is something that you're looking forward to hearing about, buckle up and keep your hands and arms inside the ride at all times. It's going to be a fun one. To start off, cryptids are animals that have been suggested to exist but have never been proven, aka they haven't found proof that these animals exist other than people's personal reports of running into them. Things like a jackalope, a Mongolian deathworm, or a Jersey devil. So, cryptozoology is the study of those hidden animals. Let's dive in. Summing up from last year's episode, the art of cryptozoology is essentially our ability to uncover the mysteries that we still have lurking in our midst. And with the technological advancements we have made over the years, these things are easier to find, or even possible to find in the first place. So, while we have talked more brain science in the last round, this round we're going to talk more about cryptid stories and history. And though it may sound like a bunk science to many of us, the truth is that they are trying to uncover history through telling these stories of mythical creatures and what we can find through biological data. So while it is at the core a search for things that may be unknowable, they are trying to go about it in a way that can be quantifiable should the data become available through our improved abilities to gather that data. Let's start this adventure off slow and move into the more wild. Let's start with the jackalope. This mythical creature is a mix of a hare and an antelope, and while the traditional version of a hare with deer horns attached to its head has been a running joke in the world of taxidermy for many years, there is actually some truth to the story. There is a human disease that we well know whose cousin affects rabbits. It's called the Shope papillomavirus. Similar to the human papillomavirus, which is found in humans, this virus can present in rabbits as horn-like protrusions. These growths mimic the horn-like structures that were being described with the mythical creature, and thus, the jackalope was born. Next up, we have the Mongolian deathworm. These stories surrounding this beast are rather shrouded, as no one really sure what the legend refers to. There have been questions of the beast being any number of the local wildlife, but nothing really meets the characteristics that the Mongolians swear to have witnessed and passed down. From their stories, the Mongolian deathworm is said to be bright red or yellowish in color, between two and five feet in length, and looks like a large fat worm. The dangers it possesses are the ability to have corrosive saliva, which is also yellow in color, and the ability to kill anyone who it touches. There have also been claims that it can shoot lightning from a distance. Many of the theories surrounding the mysterious worm are quite normal, that it might be a legless lizard or a skink which are common to the area, or that it might be a large sand boa. But the most likely explanation of the mystery is that the Mongolians tell the story to warn their children of the dangers of the desert. Deserts are known for their high temperatures, 
But what better way to capture a child's attention to the other traps that are lying in wait for them in such harsh location than to tell stories of a great worm that holds many of the native creature's powers in one? Poisonous animals that are quick, dangerous things that can kill you in just one wrong touch. Sudden storms that seem to appear from nowhere. All things to be on the lookout for while you're trudging through the sand-covered spaces. A multitude of expeditions have been sent to places like the Gobi Desert in search of this creature. In fact, they've offered rewards, but thus far, no proof of it or its prey has been found. They say that it may never be found because of the corrosive nature of the beast. So maybe, just maybe, the Mongolian deathworm is still out there somewhere. Finally, let's chat about the Jersey Devil. This may not be a ghost story you have heard of if you don't live near Jersey, but for those of you who have, it's a good one. But before we get into the origins of the Jersey Devil, we're going to set the stage with a description of its location. In New Jersey, there's a place called the Pine Barrens, located in southeastern New Jersey. This remote 1,700-square-mile area houses a giant aquifer that is home to densely growing white cedar trees that stain the waters red with the release of their tannins. The air is quiet here. It's calm and cool, with ample space for shadows to dwell. Many of the areas that you can travel to were originally traveled by stagecoach or Indian trails. The footpaths lead to places with names dating back to the colonial times, such as Hogwild or Devil Trouble. Now, on one particularly stormy night back in 1735, a Quaker woman who was the mother of twelve was said to have given birth to a thirteenth child. While the birth was taking place during a thunderous storm, she was said to have cursed the child as she no longer wanted any more children. Some even believed the woman to be a sorceress. Though they aren't exactly sure of the birth the child was born deformed or he grew the deformities later, the impoverished mother Leeds gave birth to the devil that night. The young child was said to have been kept in the cellar as it grew in both oddity and mystery. Accounts from the locals claim the child took on strange characteristics, such as elongated body, hooves, wings, and a horse's face, and the stories only grew over time. The beast was said to be around every seven years, and all the strange things that were attributed to its appearance, such as cattle dying, cows stopping milk production, boiling waters in the streams, or the tops flying off the trees. The craziest part of this story is how many sightings are said to have been experienced of this creature, from all types of people, from all walks of life, from all over, and some of them were very honest and skeptical persons who are included. Joseph Bonaparte, the brother of Napoleon, was said to have witnessed the creature during a game hunt in the nearby woods. Many of the local town citizens, police officers, political officials, they've all seemed to have witnessed this beast in some form or another, and continued to tell these stories about their encounters. Even people such as Captain Kidd, who claimed he saw the devil behead one of his men while they were burying treasure to guard the gold for eternity. It was said that Captain Kidd actually became friends with the Jersey Devil, and they were often seen kibitzing in the marshlands. Then, in 1973, the legend became widespread with the release of The Legend of Boggy Hollow, in which the feature film about the creature, and all of the stories rose up again, giving the devil creature all kinds of new tales. And while there have been no recorded sightings of this creature, and or any actual proof, 
The stories live on even in the populated areas with new developments and industries that have joined the location. The scientific community wonders if it could be a relic from the past that was protected by the limestone caves that are littered around the area. Many records have been posted, but to this day, there's still no physical proof of the Jersey Devil, who continues to haunt local children's spooky stories. While cryptids continue to be hunted after and explained or proven by cryptozoologists and normal citizens alike, we can continue to share and enjoy their stories. Creating movies and books that grow imagination and give us other ideas on how to use such mystical characters in our everyday lives. Thank you for giving cryptids a chance. And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've enjoyed our time together. If you want to join me again for another chat, you can keep your eyes peeled every Wednesday for a new episode. Feel free to follow me at MindWealth on Instagram if you want to get to know me a little bit in the meantime. I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. <laughs>